Welcome to Ask Maddie, episode six. I'm Maddie of Maddieology.com, and today we are gonna be talking about niches because niches are where the riches are. And it's so important to find your niche and maximize it and just really use it to your benefit. Too many times when we start out a blog, we start out a business, we're trying to build our personal brand, we try to be everything to everyone, and that's a lot of times why we end up being lost. So today I'm gonna break down what you can do to find your niche and to really knock it out the park. So let's get started. So one of my favorite bloggers and podcasters, Pat Flynn said in one of his podcast episodes that niches are where the riches are. And I just really, that just really resonated with me because I feel like since I've become really focused on what Mattyology is all about and how it provides value, it really has brought me more income and more steady income because that's really what it's all about. It's cool to get paid every once in a while, but it's cool to get paid regularly. So once I found my niche, that's how I noticed the income flow with my blog increasing. So I wanted to talk about four or five things that really really help you not only find your niche, but maximize it because it's so important. And I think, I feel like a lot of times we're just out here just trying to be a one-stop shop for everything. And it's like, you got to focus. You have to really focus on what your path is and what it is you're trying to provide to your audience. So one thing I want to clear up first and foremost is that a topic is not a niche. And a lot of times we choose a topic about I guess what we're going to blog on or even a topic of maybe as far as a business you're going to open, you're like, oh, I'm going to open up a restaurant. But that's not a niche. You know, if your topic on your blog is food, that's not a niche. My topic is style, but that's not my niche, right? So let's just take, for instance, let's say you are a blogger and your topic is food. Well, that's not your niche. Now, your niche could be how to prepare food and then what kind of food you're preparing and who you're preparing it for. You have to dig deeper and really you have to crack the surface and get under there, get deep down into that topic because that's how you're going to provide value to people. I mean, think about it. How many different shows are on the Food Network, right? There's so many different ones, but Some people really take a liking to things that are prepared in 30 minutes or less. Some people take a liking to family meals, like things that you can make specifically for dinner, while some people want to know solely how to prepare vegan food. So it's important to really dig deep and figure out what that niche is. So take your topic and then break it down. When you break things down, you will build your content up. Next, you want to be explicit. Gosh, this is so important. And I think sometimes it's so hard for us because we really have created this, I guess, kind of like magical unicorn of like this end result that we're trying to reach, right? But you have to be explicit about what it is that you're that you want to write about, that you want to build on, that you want to start. You have to be explicit. Figure it out by maybe talking to a business best friend, you know? I think sometimes we try to take it to a spouse, we try to take it to our parents or a family member, but while they love us, they're not the best person to talk to them about this topic. 
They just don't know. And it's completely okay. Take it to a business best friend. Take it to a mentor. Take it to somebody that maybe you even respect in this field. You know, maybe have a consultation. See if you can get a dinner with them. But just have a discussion. And if you can't be explicit with yourself, then maybe take some explicit advice, some constructive criticism from somebody that you respect. And that will help you find your niche and start to maximize it. Also with being explicit, it's so important to combine what you like with what you're good at, you know? So you might like dancing, you know, you might like hip hop dancing and you might be super good at it. You might want to go on tour with, you know, everybody from, you know, a pop star to like performing at award shows completely that makes complete sense, right? Why? That's an awesome dream. Why wouldn't you want to have that dream? But maybe your gift is with children. So teaching a hip hop dance class for kids might be specifically, specifically for you. And maybe doing that in a certain part of the city. So maybe you are an inner city kid who grew up to have some really amazing opportunities because somebody took a chance for, on you. So maybe giving giving yourself in that way is what your niche is, you know, like maybe you teach kids specifically ages, you know, who are middle school age, you teach them hip hop dance and they have to be in the city of where you live. I think that is a specific niche that touches on a specific audience because when you can figure out what your specific audience is, then you can figure out what the specific value is that you can provide. But nobody wants general value. You know, everybody wants something specifically that can help them. So I think when you combine what you like with what you're good at, you really start to, you know, you provide clarity to finding your niche. Now, I think that once you find this niche, you need to decide on it. Just decide, you know, because maybe you come up with three or four niches in a conversation with your mentor or your business best friend, whatever have you. But just decide on one and then commit to it because commitment to a niche is the only way you're going to master it. A lot of people want to be everything's everybody. And no one's saying that you can't have more than one niche. I'm totally not saying that. But however, before you can have a before you can have multiple niches, you have to master one niche. That's the only way it works, you know. So it's even in like the the in the entertainment industry, right? A lot of times we we know people who are rappers or singers, but they also act. But usually they've mastered the music portion of their talent of of their niche before they transition into the acting portion of it. So it's really important to make sure you master one thing before you transition to another. So just decide what that one thing is going to be first. Because again, you could have three or four niches. I know I I know that I really want to master a handful of niches, but I know that I had to, I knew I knew that I had to master at least like style blogging for a handful of years before I could start talking about anything else, be it family, be it business and blogging, you know, I knew I had to master style before I could take it to the next level. So make sure that you decide and commit because that will really help you master and maximize your niche. And lastly, it's okay to edit. Don't think that, you know, you're missing out on opportunities. I think a lot of times we're so we get so caught up in the quantity of things, right? We're like, oh my gosh, but I want to help everybody or I want everybody to read my blog. No, the truth is you want you want everybody reading your blog to like it and to get value from it, right? Or everybody who 
comes to your business, visits your online boutique, whatever it is, you want them to like it and need it and want to keep coming back for more. You're not going to achieve that with everybody, but you're going to achieve that with a specific audience because you're giving them what they specifically need at this time. It's so important to edit because when you edit, I think then it starts to create clarity and not only clarity for yourself, but clarity for your reader. And if you can communicate what your message is clearly, then you will always maximize it. Clarity will always equal maximum capacity, always. And I think too many times we try to like put bells and whistles on there and it's like actually your single message is enough. Your niche is completely enough. Don't think that you need to add bells and whistles and decorations on it. What your message is, what you're passionate about, and what you're good at communicating to people is completely and totally okay. And you need to commit to that, you need to believe in that, and you need to run with it. So I hope that that's helped. I know for me, finding my niche, uh, it took a while. It took me probably about my first 18 months in blogging to find. So don't think that you're running behind if you, 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 yeah, you've been blogging or you know trying to open a business for you know a year and some change or even two years. Finding your niche isn't something that comes naturally, but I think it, it happens inevitably if you want to be successful. So I want to hear from you. If you have any questions for me, you can email me at askmaddie at maddieology.com. You can send me your name, city, and URL so I can show you some love and send that along with your question and I will do my best to get it here on the podcast. If you're on social media, please follow me. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Mattyology. And of course, if you haven't already, check out the blog at Mattyology.com. I have so much fun doing these and I hope that you got some insight on niches today. I'll talk to you next time here on Ask Maddie.